Welcome to another episode of Building a Leadership Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki C. Super excited to have our guest today. This podcast is sponsored by the Connected Leaders Academy, and we have the amazing, beautiful, talented, and whom I've met back in May of 2020. She is a champ in my eyes for sure. Leadership expert and business coach, Elena Rodriguez is a multi-award-winning speaker, best-selling author, and serial entrepreneur. Elena is dedicated to helping women transform into the best versions of themselves possible, both personally and professionally. Founder of Premier Platform and Besitos Beauty, Elena has a strong history of turning pain into power through the art of forgiveness, resilience, and tapping into divine inner strength. She has built strong reputation for providing, for proving that anyone can achieve their dreams with the right guidance tools and splashes of heartfelt motivation. Prior to her current standing, Elena owned a fitness studio for 14 years and later converted her energy into business coaching and training. Elena prides herself by her ability to help women get crystal clear on their goals and build confidence. She also loves lipstick. She's always flawless. I need some of her lipstick and (laughs) believes every woman needs the perfect shade of red. She feels there is confidence in color and lipstick is the finishing touch to bring it all together. Her accreditations include award-winning speaker presented by co-author Network, which I witnessed firsthand, award-winning speaker presented by Merge Worldwide from our phenomenal friend, Jesse Cruz, and his event, Women's Entrepreneur Leadership and Award Recipient, presented by Indiana Innovative Center, Innovation Center, Amazon's international best-selling author for Latinas who boss up. Amazon number one best-selling author in three categories for Broken Stronger. Welcome, welcome, Elena. How are you? you? Thank you, Nikki. It is so great to be here. I tell you, like, it might sound kind of crazy, but when you hear those things about yourself, sometimes it's kind of like, damn, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Like, we've been busy, you know, <laughs> like to be here to support you doing your thing and then to just know that we are doing it. We are doing it, girl. So it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation. And yes, we are women who are just bossing up and just empowering other women. And I love everything that you are about. So I'm super excited to, you know, have a conversation and let our listeners know about who Elena is. Where did this all start from? I know you had a 14 year career um, at your fit fitness studio and you've always had that entrepreneur spirit in your blood. So let us know about that. And then let's go into some, you know, what were some turning points and where you are today? Yeah. You know, let's talk about that entrepreneurial spirit, because especially if there's young listeners who just don't understand why they feel different, right? Like there's just something different. Um, My parents were entrepreneurs. They owned a restaurant and they became extremely successful, like right away. They ended up having like seven businesses. And I just grew up watching 
business. You know, um, I didn't play dolls. I played bar. Um, I played office. I played all these other things where, where that's all I knew was my parents didn't clock in, clock out. They ran businesses and it just, it's in my blood. And, and you get to that point where in school you start getting confused because it's like, you take these career tests and what college are you going to go to and what route are you going to take? And I just felt like I didn't fit anywhere. Like I just didn't fit anywhere. And and I didn't. I tried college. I went for like two weeks. <laughs> really? I thought I was going to be a CPA. I actually do accounting work still today. But um, no, that when that entrepreneurial spirit is in you, it it fights to get out whether you're ready or not. So that it's just all I knew. So honestly, how I got into my fitness studio was um, I stayed in the bar business, like I stayed in the restaurant business. And I knew I knew when I was going to get married and have kids, I really didn't want to stay in that environment. You know, it's fun. It's a great time, but it's just not where I wanted to be when I started raising my family. And so I tried to stay home after my first son and I ended up weighing more pounds at his one year birthday than when I went in to deliver him because I just got depressed. I, I could not just stay home. And um, so I started teaching fitness so that I could take him with me. And um, I started teaching for someone and just that. And before you know it, my brain is like, shoot, I need to open up my own, my own studio. And that's what I did. So I actually designed my business to work for me so that I could take my kids and have my time off when I wanted. And it got me back in shape. So that's, that's, that's awesome. you know, when I say, when you have ideas, there's so many unique things that you can do to make them fit your lifestyle instead of converting your lifestyle to fit something else. And that's what I did. So I owned my studio for 14 years. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And it's, and I love when you said that you can, find a passion that you can make fit your lifestyle. And a lot of us don't know how to get there. We just oh, don't know. We feel, yes. <laughs> and we feel like um, it's hard, time consuming, you know, obviously, you know, high cost, you know, when they're trying to get into these industries. Um, so I'm sure that you teach people how to make that work for them. So that's super exciting. Thank you for sharing that. So before we get into more of your entrepreneurship, um, let's just talk about family. What, um, what within that time frame, was there any barriers, struggles, or anything that you had to overcome? Um, any downfalls? How, <laughs> how, how much time we got? We have um, all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, first, first, you know, I I had my fitness studio and I was married. I was with my husband for. We were together over 16 years and um, it just wasn't, it just wasn't working. You know, I think um, and that, and that era, it was more, I, he did want somebody home and you can't shut that spirit down. It's like, it's who I am. I've, I, I gotta go. And so we reached that point where it was like this, we're better off as friends. So we got divorced and I found myself, um, just struggling, you know, trying to make ends meet. I had two sons. They were young at the time. And then my dad died. Uh, he died of cancer. And it was right at that time that I met my second husband, 
who I knew um, from like childhood. So I felt real comfortable with him. And I just got real emotionally attached, like very quickly. I think just because I was already broken from divorce and then losing my mm-hmm. dad. And you know how people talk about red flags and, yeah. um, you know, all of uh, they, they were blinking in my face, but I didn't care. Like I, like I did, I didn't even have the strength to worry about them. I just, it, it was comfort. I felt safe and we were together for over eight years and it was a really, a really bad relationship. Um, it was very narcissistic, very toxic. Um, it, it drained me. I closed my fitness studio. Um, I went into a bubble, um, stopped seeing family, everything. And I really just gave everything up for this man. And then he ended up having a heart attack and he died on Christmas Eve of 2018. So it just felt like you're so strong and powerful and you can go, go, go. And and you keep that facade up and, and you do what you have to do. But I'd go home and it was like Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, it, it was like I, I just, I just became a shell, and something just told me that you can't, you can't stay this way. So I prayed, like I prayed for God to change His heart. I prayed for God to, like, you know, I didn't feel I deserved anything, but I didn't feel I deserved to be treated so bad, right? And I literally just prayed, God, please change His heart. And He actually had a heart attack and died. So I'm very careful with my prayers. <laughs> yeah, but, but honestly, like there's work to be done. And, and I, I do act like, like it all served a purpose. And I know God uses me as a vessel today. And I know that I wouldn't be able to do the work I do today had I still been in the marriage. But I also know I probably wasn't strong enough to leave. And, and God will make a way regardless if he's calling you to do something he will make a way and that's that's just my truth and and it got worse we can go into that but it it just got worse even even after becoming a widow um so when you heard in the bio that I know how to take pain and turn it into power um that was my world for like years it just got worse and it got worse and it got worse. Yeah. So let's get into that just a little bit, because that is where you won your first award on your first speech, uh, the Christmas widow, which, you know, still brings me chills to this day because you were just so powerful when you said your story and just your strength that you had to open that, that world to everyone with your vulnerability and your transparency and people need to hear that people need to know because there's things that people are going through to today and I would love our listeners just to kind of get a peek of you know what what you went through yeah you know there's a certain courage that God will give you when you know it's serving others right um and it takes different it takes different experiences to get you there so if somebody is brand new to pain and brand new to their world falling apart, they're not going to feel like they have that courage yet. And that's okay. Like you've got to take your time, but God had already been prepping me. I knew he had already been prepping me. He told me I was going to write a book broken stronger. And this was before my husband even died. So I knew that he was preparing me. That's like a whole nother story. I don't talk about a whole lot, but he talked to me in my bathroom. So, um, 
So when this all was happening, I still looked for the gifts in it, right? Like I still looked at how God laid it all down gently for me. It, it still hurt, but everything could have came crashing at one point. And, and it didn't, it didn't happen that way because I don't think I would have been able to survive if it all just hit me all at once. But after my husband died, um, he was in the ICU for, for 25 days. Uh, he had his heart attack on November 30th and was in ICU until he passed on Christmas Eve. And he had his own business. I had just left my corporate leadership job to start my own coaching business in, in 2018. So in a matter of a moment, there's like zero employment. His, his business was bleeding money out like crazy because he was his business and I didn't even have mine off the ground yet. So that was the first thing. I had cars repossessed in the middle of the night. Um, I discovered debt that I had no idea we had. Um, it was almost like we, on the outside, we looked like we had all of this, but literally like I was six figures in the hole, like overnight. So that was like the first shock. Like all of these lies, all of this debt, I thought we were okay and we, we were not. And then- as time went on, um, people actually started stealing from me, from the company that I was trying to get rid of, um, of his. And, and you, you, you like, these are the people that you're supposed to trust, like mm -hmm. the people that are supposed to be there. I'm a new widow. I'm trying to figure my way out. And now I find out that like, you're ripping me off. Like, wow. And then the, 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 last part of it was, it was still nine months later. So all of this stuff was it was just going on. Mm -hmm. um, nine months later, I discovered a five-year affair, like a five-year affair that had been going on. And I didn't even know about it until nine months after he died. And two days before I discovered it, the woman was in my home. I really had no idea. You know, I look back and I'm like, could I have seen signs? Should I have known? Like, how was I the only one that didn't know? And I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know, people talk about you, you find what you look for. Well, I trusted him. He may have been narcissistic. He may have been a jerk and not wanted to talk to me half the time, but I still didn't ever think he'd go there. And uh, for five years, it went on for five years and we had only been married two. Like we, we were together eight years, but we literally only had been married two. but she went back before our marriage, I, I, I discovered text messages and stuff on our wedding day. Um, I discovered photos and everything on our wedding day, jokes about where are we registered so she could send us a gift. I mean, it was just like, wow, <laughs> like, wow. And, and I'm looking at five years of this relationship. And then I thought, maybe, maybe I'm just like making that up. Maybe that's like all in my head. Let's go back. Let's look at it again. And I just really ripped my own heart out by looking at it again and again. And I thought, I can't do this anymore. You know, I can't do this anymore. And I knew in that moment, and this goes for anyone. I know I'm not the first person to be cheated on. And I know I'm not the last, um, whether you've done the cheating or whether you've been cheated on, like it, it happens. It's a part of life. So there's no judgment here on that. But 
what I realized in that very moment was I stopped and I, and I actually prayed for her because you can't spend five years with somebody and not feel the impact of their loss. But I also realized she was the secret. Hmm. Like who knew? I don't know who all knew about her. I don't know if she could cry on people's shoulders. I don't know if people were there to console her. Like, I really don't know. And I never, I never confronted her because I thought, what's the point? He's dead. Like he's mm-hmm. dead, but I prayed for her. So in that moment, if anybody has felt that, that moment where you can't even get a breath mm-hmm. in, but yet you feel like your gut's being ripped out. I mean, all is happening simultaneously when that pain hits so bad, just ask for ask for the forgiveness over the people because they're the ones that are in pain to cause that kind of pain on someone. And, uh, I had to let it go. I had to, I had to be strong and I had to let it go. Otherwise it would have killed me. And I was living. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I had a choice to make and yeah, it got bad. It got wow. really bad, really bad. Wow. It definitely takes a, huge heart after healing to really, you know, forgive this type of betrayal. Um, and, you know, to just pray for someone who, I mean, I'm sure they knew about you. Um, so to, to even have the thought, some people would just go totally left field with it even after. So I just commend you for your strength and, you know, your power that you have, with your Lord, your G-O-D, as you call him. My grand Um, overall designer, my G-O-D. Yes. And that you were able to, um, to make that decision, to make that choice, to really continue your life for your children, you know, and things like that. So um, again, I commend you for that. So fast forward, you know, this all happened. How do you get back? How do you get your life back? You know, um, I had to remove a lot of people from my life and that was hard too, but I knew that in order for me to move on, anyone associated to him, to that life, to those experiences, I needed them out. Like I needed them gone. So that was actually one of the first things I did was I even, um, had messaged his mom and said, I'm just done. I did the best I could, but I can't even keep this relationship like I'm done. And that's hard for a lot of people Um, that that can I was called names. I was called a cold hearted, you know, be whatever word you want to use. But um, and that's okay. You know, people can have their opinions. But I knew I I have to put my blinders on and I have to get myself so crystal clear on where I'm going, what I want, what I need to do. And I have to be the one to do it. I knew nobody could do it. And so I started writing my book, Broken Stronger. I started writing it three weeks after he died and I stayed committed to the project. Is it my best work? Of course not, because I was a mess, but I'm very proud of the book. Um, I'm published and we're in bookstores like across the country and everywhere. So I'm very proud of the project, but I stayed focused on my dream. I stayed focused on what, what can I do with all of this? And 
pain is incredibly powerful. And if you can use it and harness it to help push you towards your dream, you're unstoppable. Hmm. But if you don't know how to use it appropriately, it will stop you. It will stop you from living, really. So that was the first thing. When people said, oh my gosh, Elena, like you're out of a job, your husband died, you have no money. Like I literally sold my $7,000 wedding ring for 500 bucks to keep my electricity on. That's it. To me, after I found out about the affair, the ring meant nothing. It held no value. What held value was keeping my electricity on. Um, so you make those choices, but you got to know where you're going. You got to know what you want. And that's why it's the work that I do today. We got to get you crystal clear because if not, there's so many things that are going to fight for your attention. There's so many things that are going to absorb your energy that you're allowing. And, and these things aren't serving that purpose, that goal. And when you're clear, you can ask yourself this thing that's coming in, that's fighting for my time, that's fighting for my attention, or that's fighting for my money. Does it fit in here? Is it getting me to my goal? And if it doesn't, it does not belong. And that's just where I went. Because once I wrote the book, we went right into COVID pandemic. So everybody's panicking. Everybody's like doing this thing. And I'm kind of cracking up because I'm like, my hard year was last year, people. Like I've already been through the worst of it. So I built my business virtually. Um, ended up with clients in South Africa. I'm in the United States. I mean, it just, it just built. I just stayed focused. And um, it wasn't easy. But that's what I do today. If you want to get crystal clear on how to drill down on your goals and then do less so that you can actually achieve more, that's what that's what's my work today. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Um, so let's just talk about. Um, Let's see. I had a question and then of course it just went away because you said a lot of powerful <laughs> things in that in that whole spiel. I love it because clarity is the main thing that holds us back. When we don't know what we want or we want to do everything and we want to serve everyone, sometimes we have no clear direction. So you know what? Let's just say with that, you know, uh, Oh, I know. I remember what I was going to say. So you started this phenomenal women movement, which I absolutely love. Is that still going on? What does, you know, how can people join? Um, what is that about? What is the inspiration and what, um, how can people uh, yes. join that? Yes. Phenomenal woman. Again, I'm, I'm the idea, the ping, ping, ping person. And I, and I act on my ideas. Like I don't sit and let them ponder too long. It's like, let's throw it out there and see what, see what evolves. So I had this concept, that phenomenal woman where we're moms or we're partners or we're wives and we're, you know, coworkers and we're nurses and doctors and, and maids. I mean, cause we're, we do it all. It's like, what do you want us to wear today? And, and knowing like how hard it was to build my dream. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm building every day, but knowing people always asked me, how did, how did you keep that focus? Like, how did you stay in that mindset? And to me, it's, it's an all encompassing. 
you've got to honor every facet of you. You've got to honor the days you are a hot mess. You've got to honor the fact that you're going to be in tears sometimes because you've got a million things to do. And there's only like room for five in your brain and in your day. Like, so my whole concept between phenomenal woman was when I was struggling the most, what did I need the most help with? And it boiled down to three things for me. And it was that clarity that we'll talk about in a minute, that clarity, because that allows you time management. Most times when you're not clear, and to me, there's three steps to getting clear. Um, when you're not clear, you waste a lot of time and, and not on purpose. It just, it happens. So that was a critical component. That's my expertise. And then I also realized with Phenomenal Woman, I didn't want to build this on my own. I didn't want to do this on my own. So I brought in an expert who I know uh, really well. Her name is Julie. She's the money person. She is a financial planner genius, but she's been through a horrible uh, story, like relationship stories and, and things herself. So she's very heart-centered to help women. But I knew when my husband died and my finances were a wreck, I, I felt stupid. I felt like, who can I ask for help? Because how do I not even know this information? I felt embarrassed. And we should not. We should not, as women, feel embarrassed. I trusted my husband to take care of things. So I can't beat myself up about that. But it was my responsibility to get things in order. And money is a hard subject. It's a hard subject. And so I wanted to bring somebody in that we could all relate to as a phenomenal woman that she helps in just the financial piece. She's amazing. And then the other piece, is more of the men, the like mental, emotional burnout, stress, the the mental illness. How do you how do you deal with all of this that we have as such a society today? To me, those were the three critical components. Because if we can bring alignment to those three in some capacity, trust me, you're gonna walk around like a phenomenal. <laughs> woman. You're going to feel fabulous. And so this is a concept that I just presented and said, this is something that I want to do. Are you in? Are you on board? And I, I was overwhelmed by the, the response of people that are like, we so need this. So to me, it was my idea. I am the founder, but it is a team collaborative project. I'm not claiming ownership over all of it. I'm learning from them just as much as they're learning from me. And what you're going to see in Phenomenal Woman is live events. We're hosting large live events every quarter in 2023 because I want community. I want women coming. Um, we're going to do many pop-up events called Girls Nights um, to just give us that opportunity to get together and develop those friendships and talk about the stuff that's hard. Um, and then there will come a like a, a program, a coaching program that if if somebody wants to work with the three of us collectively, personally, then we're going to do that for them. So that's the whole concept behind Phenomenal Woman. Wow, that is beautiful. See, I um, I'm 
a little selfish when it comes to this, to my podcast, because I bring just amazing people on, (laughs) you know, for obviously, you know, from me learning as well from some amazing people and also for my listeners, obviously. So thank you so much for clearing that up. I need to know more. So we definitely have to have another chat. We definitely will. Uh, That, and you said something that stood out to me and I had a conversation with someone who was interested in my notary program the other day. And um, she said that she has friends that don't have friends like a group of women that she's like, I have a group of women, like my ride or die, and I can count on them for anything. And then I speak to women all the time that I don't really talk to many people. I don't really let people in my circle. Mm -hmm. And that's just crazy to me. So Mm -hmm. for you to have such a great program and touching every aspect of a woman's life so that they can be empowered and they can be that, you know, dominant space for themselves. It's just beautiful. So thank you so much for sharing that. So let's talk about your coaching program and, you know, how do you get people up and running and motivate them to really dive deep into what their dreams and goals are and make things happen? Yeah. You know, For me personally, my coaching program going into 2023, it's called Focus 2023. That's it. That's all I'm doing. Um, And that's where women will work with me one-on-one. And there are key components to drilling down what, what that dream really is. When you have that servant heart, yes, you want to help everyone. And you can't, and we hear this a million times. And because if you help everyone, you help no one and like all the stuff, we've heard it all, but yet we can't get ourselves in that space. They're usually within like 10 minutes of us talking. Each of us has something unique. Each of us has a gift that is so close to us, we can't see it. And it's that one piece that is actually going to take your work and set you apart. And Mm -hmm. everything will build upon that. So when I started this, this journey, and I was getting really clear and really clear, and I knew I need to help women build their confidence so they can build their dream. That's ultimately it. I want, I want women living their dream. And in order to do that, you have to have confidence, you have to build through that. And, And we'll talk about what you need even before confidence. But for me, One of the the things that I love the most that gives me confidence is lipstick. Like even when I had my neck surgery, that's what uh, prompted the idea. I had a a big scar. I was cut from the front. I couldn't even talk, but by God, I got my lipstick on because it at least made me feel like I was alive. So when I realized that's something so unique to me, that people that have known me forever know I've always like been very picky about my lipstick and being a businesswoman, let's build a brand. Let's do it. So that's how I've pulled so many elements, but that's what I'm able to do for women is what is unique to you that will help you build that dream that sets you apart. And so once we dig into that, then, then you can put those blinders on, then you know exactly what you're working on. And you're, you're so motivated and so passionate because you're actually doing what you love as opposed to trying to do what everyone else is doing, the structures work, the strategies work, like all of these programs work. But what women miss is that unique piece that lights them up. Like I can talk lipstick like for hours, like it lights me up. 
but what what makes it better is when I see women try different colors of lipstick and I watch their confidence go up because then they take the stage and they build their dream. And and so that's the work that I'm doing throughout Focus 2023 is one-on-one with women who have all these ideas and they have the passion in their heart. They know they want to do something, but it's not clear. So they are wasting time. They are wasting money. And I want to help them get that, get that um, focus and, and let's go, let's build it. So that's all I'm doing in 2023. That is awesome. Yes. We definitely need to stay focused. Definitely find our niche. What, what lights us up, what makes us happy, what gets us up in the morning and said, you know what, I am ready for the day. So let's talk about this lipstick. Besitos is your line. Yes. And I absolutely love it. And what do you have going on with that right now? First of all, tell us how it came to flourishing Mm -hmm. and how can we get a hold of it? (laughs) Okay. Um, so, so part of when I lost everything, right? My husband died. The The last thing I lost was my home. I, um, I kept thinking, what's the worst thing that can happen? And to me, the worst thing that could happen is I would lose my home. And well, guess what? That happened. And I lived, I didn't, I didn't die, right? I got through it. So I moved me and my two sons back to my mom's house. And let's talk about like swallowing your pride. I'm 40. What was I? I think I was 46 at the time, moving back in with my mama, you know, starting from scratch. Um, and there was one night where I said I was, I was sitting on a recliner, just pondering what the heck's happened in, in my life. And I came across that picture of my scar with my red lipstick on. And I already knew the work of building your dream, building your dream. And so I'm artistic, I'm creative, I love color. Um, I love painting, all the things. So I started researching, how do I make lipstick? You know, what, like, can I buy a kit? What can I do? Like, how do I make lipstick? So I started researching and yeah, you go down that rabbit hole where you're like looking at this, you're looking at this. And I thought my mom would kill me if I tried to make lipsticks in this house. It was (laughs) tiny, right? And I couldn't come into her house and have all this mess everywhere. So So by drilling down, I already knew how, like, what are the key basics to making it? And then what makes it matte and what makes it stay and what makes it moisture? Like, you know, I really dug into it. So then I started researching um, people that made it. And then I started researching companies and how do I get a hold of manufacturers? I mean, it's like, I just started knocking on people's doors and um, I had my first sample order of I think 50 tubes I think I did 50 tubes and at that time I called it broken stronger by Elena like I didn't even know what I was doing and there's this whole long name like on this tube right um and all 50 sold all 50 sold and um people were wanting wanting more and um so it's just it's grown. Now we have over 200 and some products. We have different collection lines. I do have two eyeshadow books as well. I'm testing out different things. So it's besitosbeauty.com. And lipstick is my passion, but I, I can see us growing and expanding into other things throughout the year. So 
I just did research and then I just started emailing and calling people and um, met a lady out in LA who connected me and, you know, here we are. So that is awesome. And the holidays are coming up. So you got to get your lipsticks ready for the new year. So definitely besitosbeauty.com and um, we'll get into your handles and how people could connect with you on any level. Um, But let's talk about what, what type of leaderships, you know, abilities or features that you have to have to really go through anything in life, whether it's a story that someone could relate to you or just even just struggles and challenges, period. Like, what would you let our audience know about that? Just having that leadership for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Having that leadership for yourself that we always say leading yourself is the hardest job. Um, following directions is the hardest thing for people. It really is, especially as an entrepreneur, you think that you're, that you don't have to, because you're going to come up with something better. Like following directions is really, really hard. Um, so to me, I say honor that, but one of the key, if, if there were any skill that I would say needs developed when you're talking leadership over yourself or leadership over others. There's a behavioral analysis that I like to use. Uh, And I started studying this back in 2010. I think it was 2010. And it's called GEMS. And it's through Danny Johnson. Now, I'm like licensed in the DISC program that a lot of corporations use, but I love GEMS. GEMS talks about your spiritual gifts, your natural abilities, uh, clothes you wear. Um, Just it it gets so in-depth on a on a characteristic development level that you learn how to communicate with people differently, but you also get to understand how you work, how you work. And um, that to me, I have spent years, years just studying it and studying it and getting better at it. And I can, I can now identify what someone is just at a glance. So then I know how to speak to that person. I know what to pull back in myself or what to bring forward. And I think if, if people can invest in learning these personality skills, people call it communication, but really your words don't mean anything. They're just symbols for they're they're misunderstood and misinterpreted um, because in essence, we, we hear with our ears, but we all listen with our own emotion. Mm-hmm. Words really don't serve the purpose people think they do. So I would say that piece is critical to um, dive into. It will help in relationships. It helps in, you know, client um, relationships. It helps in with children. It helps with parents. Like it, it's just one of the most amazing assets, I think, that you can. Um, invest in is learning on those personalities. And for me, when I went into my corporate, my corporate job, um, I had to take a job like at the time. And I didn't even, I had never worked for anyone. You know, I had always owned my own business and I had to take something that was like, they call it PRN. It wasn't full time. It had no benefits. Um, 
And within eight weeks, I applied for the leadership position and people thought I was nuts and I got it. I tripled my income and I became the leader over the team that I was hired in to work on. So, but it was utilizing people skills, these people skills. So to me, I think if anyone wants to up their game, wants to increase their influence, wants to lead themselves, you got to get to know who you are on a personal level, and you have to be able to relate to people where they are on a personal level. And that to me is the gold right there. We can even have a program on that because I, <laughs> I teach that all the time. Yep. See, your ideas are just always <laughs> rolling right on it. And I love this journey that you took me and our listeners on just through just power, tenacity, perseverance, just every word you can think of that embodies, you know, what life is about. There's ups, there's downs, there's happy moments, there's sad moments, but we still have to live this life, no matter what cards are dealt to us. And we have to start making the choices that are going to benefit us, our family, and the legacy that we're about to leave behind, because it's really not about us. It's about our children's children, Mm -hmm. you know? So we want to continue to empower women all over the world that, you know, have these families, these babies that, you know, we want to make sure that they are taking these things with them. So, I mean, that's always my go. Thank you again for the journey. How can people get a hold of you? Let us know all your handles, Facebook, Instagram. You gave yes. us your website for Besito's Beauty, email, whatever. The Right now it's premierplatform.pro. That, that um, one handle on um, Instagram, it's Premier Platform. On Facebook, the page is Premier Platform. My website is premierplatform.pro. Now, the reason I I have that is because that houses phenomenal woman, that houses my coaching, that, you know, and as we grow, to me, it's just the premier platform for me to continue to build my business upon. So I'm already thinking ahead as I add and grow. So premierplatform.pro, but my lipstick company being entirely um, separate is besitosbeauty.com. So um, I'm on my personal Facebook all the time. I can't say I'm on everything else all the time. So <laughs> I'm, I'm usually, if you find me through Facebook, I think I think my personal profile on Facebook is speaker Elena Rodriguez. No, I think you're Elena Rodriguez. Just yeah. Is just it? Your- I don't even know. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's a Rodriguez. <laughs> so the handles will definitely be in the uh, descriptions. It'll be on all my pages once this is posted. Elena, you're an absolutely phenomenal woman. And I just thank you for every nugget that you dropped, everything that you're doing, everything that you're continuing to do. And I just see 2023 just being amazing for a lot of us. And we're connected through the Connected Leaders Academy. We met at uh, the speaker media training back in May 22, May 2022. And that's really where a lot of, you know, these accolades and all these things just started blowing up. I mean, they were great before, but now they're just like massive, right? Um, So congratulations on your executive position with the Connected Leaders Academy. So I can't wait. 
for that program to roll out and whatever you have up your sleeve with that. <laughs> um, so I'm super excited. Uh, what would you want to leave our listeners with today? Um, I know I mentioned on the clarity. Um, I want to leave this piece. Clarity does not exist. Okay. And uh, even though that's what we associate with it, but that's why I'm able to help you get crystal clear because it doesn't exist. What it starts with when people talk about, you need to build confidence and you need to do this. Nobody tells you how, nobody tells you how to build confidence. And this word is not a fun word, but it all starts with competency. You've got to get competent in what it is you're doing. Otherwise, you're going to hide from certain things. And so what does that word competency mean? How well do you know it? How well could you answer a question on the spot about it? How, how in and out? When people say you don't know what you don't know, well, dig into the topic enough to start learning what you don't know. When you can become competent in whatever it is that you claim is your dream, I guarantee you, your confidence is going to go up. When people feel less confident about something, it's because they're not competent in it. They're afraid that they're not going to know something or they're afraid they're not going to look the part. It's because they're not competent. So that's where I start. We've got to get you competent. We got to drill down and, and you own the, I don't know if I can cuss on here, but it's like you own it, you know, that gives you confidence. And once you start owning that confidence over what it is you're doing, you have the courage to go out and do the things that you otherwise never thought you would. Those three critical components, and I call it my four C's, because that last one is then consistency. And you hear that all the time. But if you're not competent to begin with, what is there to be consistent on? Mm. So to me, it's not the fun word. It's not the most exciting place to start, but it's the key. So we get you competent. I drill you down. And, and I think that that's where I want women to understand you're seeking for clarity. But clarity honestly doesn't exist because your vision and your plan changes as fast as you grow. It's never going to be crystal clear, but we can get you crystal clear for today by getting you competent in what you're doing. So you have the confidence to go do it. You have the courage to knock on people's doors and you're strong enough to be consistent. And when you put that in place, you can build whatever you want. And I that's what I'll leave your listeners with. I love it. Mic <laughs> drop, double mic drop. Thank you so much. Yes, I've never, I've never, I mean, I've heard the word competent, never really seen it in a coaching aspect. So it's just beautiful that it's even in there and it's like top, like let's, you know, get this out of the way so that everything else falls into place. Love it. Thank you so much for that. That's something that you have to rewrite. You have to write it down. You have to re-listen to this podcast because it was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Elena. Again, I can't just stress enough how phenomenal woman you are. And I'm just continuing to be inspired by you every day. And I'm glad that we are connected and just wanted to leave you guys with, again, this is brought to you by the Connected Leaders Academy. If you're craving the next step in your personal and professional growth, if you're excited to level up 
your leadership and influence if you're dedicated to developing new skill sets and you love surrounding yourself with servant leaders and driven entrepreneurs just like you, the CLA is the next step in your journey. So contact Jose Escobar at Connected Leaders Academy and Thank you again to all our listeners who continue to support Building a Leadership Mindset. Have a great night. And as I always say, make it count.